And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my very good friend, Mr. Jonathan Carney, Executive Vice President of Sales for La Florida Dominicana. In person. In person, in, in the studio. Person, in person, <laughs> in studio. I'm smoking blind today. He um, is. I got a cigar with nothing on it. I don't know what it is, and we're going to try to figure it out. It is a, uh, it's a regular production <laughs> cigar. That's all I'll say. It's, it, most people probably have it or know what it is. It's nothing special or fancy. It's not a sample or anything. It's a regular production cigar. Uh, he is going in blind tonight. I am smoking LFD TAA 2021 Maduro Chisel. And joined with us tonight, we have our friend Dave Arlinghouse from Cigar Life Guy. Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, we, we met. I'd him. be lighting up an LFD if I knew we, if we had LFD on. I, I, I'd, I'd be joining you with, with something. Probably a production cigar because I don't get the fancy stuff. So, but, so it's but, no, it's no worries. It's no worries. Um, I, 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 I feature on the show occasionally, um, so it's not it doesn't. I don't get offended. This is not like the LFD show. This is your show tonight. Um, but I mean, I would say we're going to be talking about life insurance. Right, and uh, I have a non-smoker rating, and I'm gonna tell you it's because awesome. Because I, I smoke LFD. Oh, okay. There's the there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the secret. I, I I've learned something already. Wonderful. Uh, Dave, what do you? Before we kind of you know get into you and everything, what what do you what are you smoking? Yeah. This is a uh, La Permisa from uh, my father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice cigar. Nice cigar. Uh, we're gonna get into. Yeah. Something. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say something, something kind of, uh, you know, a little, little um, medi- medium plus. Uh, I'm kind of, this is my fourth of the day after started, uh, ha- had had a few this afternoon, uh, came back to the office, did some work, and we're starting back with this and an event later and probably move on to something more LFD-ish a little bit later. Well, we just ate at one of the most famous Chinese restaurants in the world. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's Kowloon. Right up here in Massachusetts, um, Saugus. Saugus Mass represent. So we had a massive feast of that. So I, I needed something strong, um, yeah, to to smoke. So I went with an LFD Maduro because I mean there's not too many stronger than that. It's the home of the hero. No, and uh, so this is this one just came out here over the last couple months. It's the TAA. Uh, tw- <laughs> it's a TAA 2021. It came out in 2022, and it's actually supposed to come out in 2020 and then the pandemic obviously backed a lot of things up uh for a lot of companies but especially ours so this one just came up um do we uh do we know where we can get this yes we do so this we, this is available do you uh, want do you want to do it yeah, go ahead go this ahead it's available at our friends from uh two guys cigars uh the number two guys cigars.com you can find the ta on there they have it right on there but yeah good out for a couple months the uh the maduro you're smoking the blends are the same. They just have different wrapper tobaccos. Yep. So they're both equal in strength. For me, natural tends to be a little bit more of aggressive flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to fuller-bodied cigars, the Maduro versions tend to be a little more tame. But I know you were smoking tonight. You said, oh, this is the Maduro. This is the strong one. So I'm interested to see where you think the strength's at. Cause I, you've had this before, no? I have. Okay. I've so had two of each. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where your strength level's at with it, which I think I tend to find the Maduro to be a little less, uh, appear to have a little less strength, even though it has the same body, and when it says the flavor profile is a little naturally less aggressive. Well, also, half of that 
comment too was just the fact that it's LFD. True. So just in general, LFD, you're already starting strong. Yeah, it's full body. You know, some of the medium body offers, like we smoked that Cameroon cabinet. I would not call that like a, it's a medium bodied cigar for, yeah. for LFD, but I wouldn't really call that a medium body product by any means. You know? Yeah. It was, that's a, it was a full flavored, full bodied smoke. Yeah. Uh, that's what we had earlier, but I can't figure out what this is. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, so I, I told John he's going to smoke it. I'll reveal it at the end of the show what it is, and I'm curious to see what he says. Thank you for this thermos, by the way. Hmm. We have our Cigar Life Guys wag in a wonderful, wonderful. show. Um, just for you, Dave, because we knew you were going to be here. Um, but let's get into you. Let's yeah, you, can, you can use it next week, too. You know, it, it doesn't go bad tonight. Absolutely. We'll use yeah. it. I think, I think John's just going to keep rocking that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so in, in addition to the TAA, you can find all sorts of La Flor Dominicana cigars from their collection at the number two guyscigars.com. Uh, so, Dave, I ran into, like I said, I ran into a TPE earlier this year. We got to talking and uh, we decided yeah. to have you come on at the show. You have a little you have a little bit of something different than we normally do. We normally have manufacturers and, and reps and, and blenders and people like that on the show. Um, but you do something a little bit different, but it's still cigar related. So why don't you uh, why don't you kind of get into what what is Cigar Life? Guy? So, so in a, in a nutshell, Cigar Life Guy itself is it's a cigar lifestyle brand, um, you know. And I've got content on on the interwebs just like everybody else. Uh, but my real business is I'm the cigar smokers um, life insurance broker. What I do is help cigar smokers, guys that smoke cigars daily. You know, regularly, not just uh, once on a golf course or graduation or something like that. But I get regular daily cigar smokers, non-tobacco rates on life insurance. And the cost savings is dramatic versus what they would pay as a smoker. It's typically about 70%. So I've uh, been smoking cigars for a long time, been in the life insurance business for a long time. Three years ago, I put the two together and uh, Cigar Life Guy was born. And um, the response from the cigar community has been has been fantastic. So, in a nutshell, that's it. We we get you the same great life insurance products that, that non-smokers get. Uh, you just don't have to pay crazy prices. So it was interesting. We were we kind of teased you know this episode last week at the end of last week's show, and John was saying, "I know what it is. What is it? Seven twenty-four. Nope. All right, sorry. Probably going to deal with this all night." But no, when I had mentioned that you were coming on and kind of, you know, what you do, uh, John had also reminded me and everyone watching, his wife uh, actually is in life insurance. And uh, he thought this would be very interesting because I think he had some questions as to. Okay, great. Well, I, I don't, I see, I don't have to ask life insurance questions. I have my own, I, I have like my, yeah, she's, I have an in-home 24-hour day. Well, you, you know, I, actually what they call me right now, I guess, is I'm called an orphan. So I, I have my life insurance policy was bought through an agent. That agent mm -hmm. left the company, and then they refer to me now as an orphan. So I have nobody yep. that I actually report to. And I said, well, what, babe, I'm like, don't I report to you? Like, do you ask, like, don't I ask you questions or this and that? And because uh, she's not an agent. But uh, so, no, I'm an orphan right now. I'm an orphan. Well, so, yeah, just kind of a, a comment on that, just generally speaking, though. The turnover in the life insurance business is very, very high. Most people buy a life insurance policy from, yeah, it's not great. I mean, it's, it, we, we'd love to not be orphans, right? But you're not alone. 
most people, uh, you know, get into life insurance business for whatever reason. They're in and out. They sell some policies to some people, and they turn over or they move on to a different company, what have you. And that same agent that doesn't, that didn't sell you, that sold you that policy, is not even in a life insurance business anymore. Um, and so, yeah, orphan would be the the technical term that they refer refer to you as. Uh, you know, it's nice if you've got an agent that you can reach out to for questions, what have you. But you know, your your contract that you've got, John, is with the with the company that you have your life insurance con uh, policy with, and you know, you can reach out to them for help uh, as far as that contract goes. As far as looking at anything new or any new needs that you have, you would be in a place where you would need to find somebody else to help you, whether that's somebody like myself, whether that's going back to your existing company and asking for a referral to one of their agents. But yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the kind of dirty little secret is uh, there, there's a lot of turnover in the life insurance business. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I've been around for over a dozen years and, and uh, you know, have, have clients that, that, you know, I met 10 years ago that, that still call me. So. Um, it's a, it's a but, but you're not alone, John. Well, it's a tough business from my observation because it's really sales, but you're selling something that has a lot of value if it's utilized the right way. But what tends to happen is when someone gets into the yeah. business as an agent and doesn't have, you know, length of time, it takes time to build up a book of business. The first place you go is, is to family. <laughs> so right. you, you sell to your right. family first, and then you've got to build out from there. And that's where it becomes challenging. Uh, and even more than in the family, because you get things going, then you start, then you have to build up some reputation and go to these right areas. And that's essentially what my wife does. She aids in the training processes and, and uh, you know, helping them understand where they got to go to get business done, um, which is essentially the conversation we're having is what you started here and what you're doing. You, you found a niche market right. and something that you're passionate well, about and, you, and you're having success with it. No, I, absolutely. And just to build on your comment, I mean, uh, I'm in a position where because of the way I've branded my business and the way I'm targeting my business, all I really do is marketing. <laughs> you know, I'm on a program like this. Um, you know, there, there are other activities that I'm involved in. I do a lot of events. I'm online, etc. But I'm not selling. <laughs> you know, I have, I have conversations with people that are already interested or, or have identified a need for themselves. So I don't have to push a product on somebody that doesn't want or doesn't need it. And yeah, life insurance is a really tough business if what you're doing is is uh, literally or figuratively knocking on doors, trying to convince somebody that they need what you got. That's 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 not a fun business to be in. So, Dave, you know, you mentioned about you know getting you know rates for for smokers and, and, and all that. So, so, someone who might not know, or you know, a, a regular cigar smoker, someone who smokes, kind of going in blind, like, hey. Talking to their spouse, I should probably have a life insurance policy. We got a mortgage, we got kids, we got we got assets and stuff we want to protect if something happens. Cigar smoker going in blind, just kind of going with the flow. How 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 difficult would it be for them, you know, or how many obstacles can they potentially run into by being a cigar smoker? Um, and what and what kind of makes that tricky for people like that? Well, the the, the it, there's it's not that it's tricky per se. It's just expensive if you go with the wrong company. So there are about a thousand companies in the United States, more than a thousand, well over a thousand companies in the United States, probably including uh, John's wife's firm, that do life insurance or life insurance carriers. Literally, I can count on one hand the number that treat everyday cigar smokers differently than cigarette smokers. So 
it's not that it's terribly difficult to get a policy as a smoker. They're, they're more, trust me, they're more than happy to write you. It's just going to be expensive because they're going to charge you smoker rates. As far as a process goes, whether it's with me or just about anybody else, the process these days is, is relatively simple. You know, we talk uh, a little bit, you know, on, about your needs, your health, what you qualify for, what some pricing looks like. And then you do off, you know, we take a little bit of basic information. You know, the whole, the whole process takes five to ten minutes. And then, you know, if you're moving forward, you do an interview with uh, the life insurance company where they ask you a bunch of health questions. Have you ever had this? Have you ever had that? Blah, 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 blah. Depending on the policy, if you need to do an exam, they set up time to do an exam, come out, take blood, make you pee in a cup, um, you know, take your blood pressure, put you on a scale. And then we come back to you with an offer, a formal offer, and you can either accept it or not accept it. Um, and you know, and that's when you pay for your policy. But it's it's really pretty straightforward in in most all cases as far as getting it done. Um, and we have options that are completely non-medical if that's of of great importance to somebody. I absolutely don't want to be stuck with a needle or have blood work done. Yeah, absolutely. But I, it's I, not it's not it's not complicated to do. Right. It's the the difference is I make sure you go with the right company that's not gonna not gonna charge you the, those crazy smoker rates. I can't tell you how many phone calls I have with somebody that, that ends up with a situation that goes like this. They they forgot, quote unquote, forgot to tell their, their agent that they smoke cigars regularly. The, the agent has what I call the good news, bad news conversation with them. It says, hey, Bob, good news is we got you approved. The bad news is it's about three times more expensive than we, than we uh, talked about. You know, and I'm able to fix those problems. But that's what happens when you go with a company that treats cigars the same as cigarettes, basically. You end up paying, you know, being offered an expensive price. Yeah, no, I wanted to be clear on that because, you know, some people might think that just because you smoke, you can't get a life insurance policy. Um, yeah. But, you know, you can't. Oh, no, well, trust me, they, they love cigar smokers because they're, they're extremely profitable. Think about it. you got somebody that's, that in reality has the same mortality risk as somebody that doesn't smoke cigars and this guy's giving you three times as much money every month or every year that's a that's a damn good business to be in sign me up you know we love those cigar smokers uh, you know that's what that's what uh you know names i won't mention think of cigar smokers we're happy to take your money yeah <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't want to take mexican money? mermaid nope All right. I, you know it's fun I, I like doing stuff like this and we should do it more uh, I have the luxury of John being with me, so it was easy. But like, I, in theory, I could send him some unbanded stuff when I know he's going to be on. We could do this more. I like this. It is. Because I, I see you squirming over there, and I don't know if it's because you've got the... Well, you gave me a little hint. You said I've had a lot of them, of course. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities of different things I've smoked. You've been pretty close. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this question. Do you know what country of origin it's from? Well... This is whatever this is has tobaccos from a lot of different places. So this is not just like straightforward. If you had to guess what country it was made in, well, I would not say Dominican Republic. Hmm. I would say Honduras. Really? Mm -hmm. Why do you say that? It's just got this really unique. It's got this really unique. Remember, I told you at the beginning, kind of like that sour type thing. Yeah. On the mid palate. Mm -hmm. That, that to me is something that my palate hits with Honduran tobacco. So even if this is not made in Honduras, there's Honduran tobacco. What kind of wrapper do you think that is? I think it's San Andreas. 
it's not broadleaf. It's a little too dry. It's got some texture to it. I think it's uh, I think it's San Andreas. Okay. Yeah, well, time will tell. Time, time, time will certainly tell with that cigar. Um, so, Dave, now you also mentioned that you do outside of the insurance. You mentioned Cigar Life Guy, and you. I know that you have some events. Um, you, we were talking a little bit before about some events you have doing. Tell me a little bit more about those events that you do. So, yeah, I, I participate in probably about six to eight large um, consumer-facing cigar events per, uh, a year. So, most recently, I was down in Houston for a week. Houston did Houston Cigar Week. I was uh, a title sponsor of Houston Cigar Week. And what that really was for me was handing out a bunch of swag, uh, a bunch of freebies to, uh, to consumers, smoking a bunch of cigars, and, and having a great time. Um, you know, we don't talk about life insurance at the events, whatever, you know, I just hang out and we have a good time, you know, and I'll do another, uh, you know, uh, six or so events like that, uh, this year. And so when, when I, when I say events, that's, that's really what I'm talking about for the most part are large, large events like Houston cigar week, Atlanta cigar week, um, doing the, uh, boutique cigar association festival in August, uh, up in Martinsville, Indiana. Um, Atlanta Cigar Week, Atlanta Cigar Experience coming up later this year. So th those are the type. I'm, I'm mostly it's it's consumer facing events. I mean, I'll go out to TPE, I'll go out to P uh, PCA, and I'll hang out and, and walk around and meet folks like yourself, uh, Matt, and you know. But you know, I don't have a booth and things like that. I'm I'm very I'm focused on consumer events as opposed to to B2B events. Um, of note. In two and a half weeks, I've got my third anniversary party in, in Atlanta, Georgia, that I'm going to shamelessly plug here. But if you're around uh, Atlanta on uh, June 25th, come out and join us. Uh, we're going to have a great time. Uh, the legendary cigar Mike is going to be uh, hosting the uh, event for us, and it's going to be a fantastic time. We did the second anniversary last year, had a couple hundred people come out, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. So so join us, uh, Life and Time Cigar Lounge in uh outside of Atlanta, Georgia, on uh, the uh, 25th of uh, this month. Nice. So, Dave, explain, I've got a couple questions, because like, you've, got, you've got the brand here, Cigar Life Guy. You've tagged in how you were in the life insurance business, and, what, and we can talk about how those two came together, but where did your journey in cigars start? You know, what, so, how did that part of the cigar life, how did the cigar part of the Cigar Life Guy start? I so, I mean, I've been, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, my, my first cigar or whatever, my first premium cigar I probably smoked uh, 25 years ago. I was um, just out of school. I was in, uh, with, a, with a buddy. We were uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, in the nightlife district. And we see this we see this bar, and it's got a sign outside that says, uh, must be 25 to get in. As these 22-year-olds, you know, in our starched uh, polos and everything, we we, we think it'd be the coolest thing in the world if we can get into this 25 and up club. Well, you know, we walk in, nobody cards us or anything. It was amazing. So we're, we're so thrilled to get in there and, uh, you know, we, uh, uh, walk around, realize there's no women there. This is, you know, really early in the evening. We do find a humidor and, um, that was my introduction to premium cigars. Uh, it's some sort of punch. I can't remember exactly what type of punch. Uh, the, the the guy in the humidor, you know, helped us pick it out, cut it, lit it for us, and it was an enjoyable start to the evening. You know, and 
you know, cigars became part of my life, you know, from there. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of the, the origin story. I mean, you know, I haven't been smoking every day for 25 years, but probably the last, you know, seven, eight, nine years been a, a daily or better cigar smoker. So you you said you had four cigars already today. What what is your daily cigar routine look like? I usually uh, I usually uh, get up to uh, Highland Highland Cigar, which is uh, kind of like my my local my member lounge where where I typically smoke uh, between noon and one. Have a couple of cigars um, and usually go home do some work in the afternoon uh, and uh, maybe maybe do some cigars in the evening. You know, depending on what's going on, but uh, kind of the, the core of my cigar day usually starts right around noon at Highland. Um, we call it the office. You know, there's there's a group of folks that uh, you know are, are, are pretty regular in there during during the day during the week, and and uh, it's, it's a good time. Do you start your day off milder? Do you are you a fuller bodied smoker? What do you or or, or there certain? I usually don't anything. I usually don't do anything like super mild, but but to the and I'm I'm usually stronger across the board, but when I am doing when I am gonna do something that's call it medium, um, that's 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 start of the day for me definitely, wow. um, or, or or you know start of my smoking day, you know or you know morning coffee kind of thing, um, or noon coffee whatever you want to call it, but. I'm definitely a work your way up. I can't, I can't, I can't do this, you know, where, where you, you know, have something strong and then come down unless I really cleanse the palate. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Most people, they always say, like, oh, I start off with something Connecticut shade, something really light and creamy. And no, he, he's, he's kind of starts in the middle and goes up from there. Yeah. I kind of go medium. What I do during the day, <clears throat> I'll tend to in the morning. If I, if I do have a cigar in the morning, mm. I, I tend to smoke two or three a day at the most. Um, I will, I'll just start with something smaller. Now, yeah. instead yeah. of being like, hey, I'm going to smoke Connecticut Shade because that's for the morning, I, I smoke what I want to smoke, which is in a smaller format. Yeah. Uh, it tends to be what I do. So, like, in the morning, I'll have something smaller. In the afternoon, I'll have something in between. And in the evening, it tends yeah. to be when I'm smoking the largest format cigar that I'm going to smoke for the day. Right. The, the, the thing the thing for me is, is I, I typically do the stronger stuff across the board. It's just every now and then. If I'm starting with a fresh palate, I can really appreciate something lighter, and I just keep, that's the only time I can do it. Um, and and I'd say I, I don't know, uh, two three days a week probably. You know, we'll, we'll start with something that that's um, a little bit lighter, and it's it's just a nice change of pace. But it, but it's it's more like a one and done as opposed to like that's you know I'm gonna have multiples of those. Yeah, the one thing too is when you when you smoke as regular as you know like the three of us do and you're smoking stuff all the time you know it is nice to change it up you know if you smoke the same stuff especially if you're smoking medium plus to full a lot and you smoke every day it is nice to break it up and change and yeah right is this a is this a does it have fire cure tobacco in it nope is it a Nika rustica nope it's it's got it's got like mesquite it tastes like it's got like it's fire cured or something or barbecue. Did you put this in a barbecue? <laughs> it's been in its original box right. in the humidor. 
Sorry, I was smelling it to try to get that smell, but I. I yeah, he's he's got some some special fermenting there that he's not going to disclose. Yeah. If I take any more puffs like that, my wife's going to get to be able to take advantage of my life insurance policy real quick. So I will. All right. So I, I gotta, Dave. I'm sorry. I gotta pause for a second because I, I have I have to kind of get his wheels spinning a little bit more now. So I'll tell you the I'll I'll start with I'll start with this. I'll tell you the country of origin to kind of cancel out a lot of options. Okay. okay. It's made in the Dominican Republic. No way. I'm not no saying way. where it came from. No I'll I'll text you what it is. I'll text I'll text Nicole. Actually, you it, know what? I'll even it could be made in the Dominican. This is not Dominican tobacco. I'm gonna even text Dave what it is too. So I'm gonna be the only one that doesn't know. Well, yeah, you're I don't the one like doing. this game. I came up with the game, and I don't get to have bar any part of the taking of the rules. This is not Dominican tobacco, though. <laughs> it kind of tastes like a large format of like a Toscano right now. From the Dominican Republic. Man, I don't smoke a lot of Dominican cigars other than LFD. Well, you smoke a lot of Davidoff. I do, but this would be. I mean, I w that's there's nothing like this in, in Davidoff's lineup. Davidoff by any means. J no. So Jay is with us. That cigar is messing with Jonathan Carney's iron lung. Don't be hating on Dominican tobacco. <laughs> I'm gonna pull that comment over right here. Uh, I, we do need to do this more often. We get like at least once a month or something where you just send me some stuff and I have no idea what I'm doing with it. Well, yeah, we could we could do it to each other. Yeah, we at could. At the same time. Yeah, we could. You know, and it's good exercises to do things like this too. It really helps you, you know, get the brain going with your palate and testing your palate and trying to to really focus on different notes and tobaccos and figure out not just who made it or where it's from, but what kind of tobacco it is. All the different things. Uh, because when I tell you, you're going to be like, dude, there's no way. And I, I have the band and the cellophane and the trash in the other room. I will show you if I'm not lying. Um, but, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, that's, that's made in the Dominican. Dude, I'm getting so much fire on it. So I texted Nicole and I texted Dave. So they know what it is. Oh, well, don't say it. In the, he can see the comments. Well, I don't have my glasses oh. on. Oh, okay. We could do it to each other at the same time. Quote of the day. I gave that true on that up. Like I'm that. just leaving a lot of what you guys are. Yeah, I'm just leaving a lot of this. It sounds like a bad episode of The Office. Like, well, you know. well, don't worry. The comments section. Yeah. Softballs for them right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like a home run derby in there. Hey, if anyone wants to take a stab, it is a Dominican cigar, um, from a. I would say from a prominent. Well-known company. Well-known company. Yeah. Yep. It's it's not it's not like a boutique brand. Um, most of you have probably had this cigar if you smoke regularly. I think everyone here has had it. Um, Dave, you've had this cigar, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I think when you, when you know, you're gonna be shocked. You're like, really? Yeah. It's from the Dominican. <sighs> do you like the cigar? Yeah, yeah, I do like it. Okay. And even if I didn't like it, now I have to say I really like it. Just in the off chance you pick something completely random from LFD. That's been aged improperly. I, I promise you, and there's no games here. It is not from the Florida Dominicana. No, it's good. Uh, right now, right now, I'm like on a. Oh. I'm gonna give it like a. For me, I'm, it's like a seven out of ten so far. Okay. Okay. On my personal yeah. enjoyment. I. And by the way, the first. The, I know they. I, Steve Saka says the other day he does like people. Like, there's this big thing he talked online, how he doesn't understand why they people break these cigars down into thirds and blah 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 blah. blah. Well, you got to break it down into something. First of all, so I'm not saying I'm breaking it down into thirds, but the first portion of that cigar 
had a little bit of sourness to it. That went away halfway through here. Now it's starting to get a little bit more of that really strong volcanic earth flavor that I'm getting. Um, so it, I, it may change from there, but I'll say right now I'm at a seven out of 10 on experience, which is good from 70% is good in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, That's so I've, I've got a, go ahead. No, Dave, go ahead. No, Dave, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, I've got a great idea for a, for a shop owner, just as something fun to do, kind of a build on what this is, is have, have, have a cigar, you know, do a different one every week, whatever that you sell unbanded and it's eight, 10 bucks, whatever might even be something that you're taking a little bit of a, a hit on. But if the consumer can guess what they're smoking, they get a freebie or their next one's free or something like that. It is amazing how people smoke the band. And I'll admit to doing it myself too, you know, where you have preconceived notions of what this, I, you know, and Jay, I think, I think you're going to be shocked when you hear what, what this is. You're going to be like, no, no way. Yeah, okay. And, and the thing is, is because you, this, this is, you're feeling a lot more out of this cigar than you would if that band was on. And I'll, I'll just say that as maybe a hint, if that make you know, I mean, not and that I'm that also, gives it away, but in, in, go ahead. Yeah. You know, and I'm also, I'm spending more time thinking about what I'm actually doing rather than when I'm not. And our friends at Smoke In do the Connoisseur Club, which I was is just going to say, yeah, which is the same type of concept only they put their own yep. bands just so you know what's which. Um, and, you know, you definitely have more preconceived notions. I think sometimes you're maybe even more critical than you would be before. Because um, you buy based off of the band, and you buy based off of what you like. And then if you smoke something that you like in a critical fashion, you're looking at it a little bit differently than you normally would have. So, you know, I, I know when, when you tell me what this is, it'll be shocking. We want to hear a fun stat. So during the pandemic, and I mean like 2020, when it was at its darkest point in the beginning, everyone was locked down. Habanos, or representatives from Habanos, I heard this, you know, through through friends in the industry. By the way, hold up. Mark, I think it's San Andreas rapper, from what I'm explaining. Hold on one second on that. So, yes. um, I, well, you know what it is. Oh, you're going to give him a hint. Okay. What is it? Okay. Well, I wouldn't have told him that, but. I don't remember what I said, though. All right, good, good. That's safe. Don't say anything else. Um, no, but so some so I was talking to some friends, you know, you know, during 2020 when the pandemic was, you know, everything was locked down, everything was crazy. Um, they had said that they saw a steep decline in Cohiba, Romeo, and Monte Cristo sales, and they saw an increased uptick in the lesser-known brand, Sancho Panza, and all those other brands. And they attributed it to a lot of the times people when they go to cigar shops and lounges. I know what it is. Hold on a second. Uh, they see the band, they buy the band. You go to a lounge, you smoke Cohiba. You want to sit in the lounge. You want everyone to see you smoke Cohiba. Everyone's at home. No one's watching you. So what difference does it make what you smoke? So uh, that's a huge part. Exactly. Of it too. It's a huge part. And and just so you know, anyone who says like, well, I don't buy on the band, you do. We all do it. I'll admit it. We all do it. We're all guilty of it, even at the well, no. level. <laughs> I mean, that's what. Look, let's face it. Look, that's why that that's why branding is important. That that's why you buy an Apple phone instead of something else. You know, it, it's because it's a known entity. You know, or you go to a Morton Steakhouse because you got an idea what Morton's is going to be versus Jim Bob's steak. You know, there there is value in branding and yeah, and. Absolutely. 
So, so it's not always, it's not a, it's not a negative. I mean, I mean, you know, that that's or not a hundred percent a negative. There, there's a value in the LFD brand um, and, and knowing that you're going to get a great experience. I know what it is. What is it? It's Connecticut Broadleaf and it's uh, it's an Ashton Age Maduro. Nope. No, <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> her hint set me in the wrong way. Nicole, just, I think her hint screwed me up in the head more. Now I don't know what I'm doing. Now I'm back ground zero here. I know that's why I picked this one. That's why I said Ashton, Ace Maduro, because that's what nope. I said at the beginning. I, I specifically picked this because I knew that it was going to be difficult for you to try it. Right, right. Anyway, the show must go on. Uh, I don't think I've seen him get this flush. I, I have, but it has, it's been a long time since I've seen him flustered on the show. Hmm? No, I got, I got, no, no, I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm, He's got I'm, his punch. Getting, I'm getting beat up over here. I, uh. You know what it is? Enjoy he, a cigar for once. Dave, you know what's going on over day. here? Dave, he, he's in his mind as he's, deal, he's, as he's dealing with this, he's thinking of how he's going to get me back by picking. Oh, yeah. Payback sell. Yeah. yeah. Roast him. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be like a, a like a doubly harrow. It's gonna be no, something no. simple. No, I wouldn't, <laughs> do, I wouldn't do something like that that easy. Oh man, that's uh, Jay Davis. I didn't hear what factor. So we haven't announced the fact. Uh, we announced country. We haven't announced anything else. I've said th two different rapper tobaccos. I have. And the only reason I changed from San Andreas was because of a hint Nicole gave me from something we were talking about earlier. So I switched to that. So I could if I if I did guess it right, I would have just slammed Duncan. So all we're at is country of origin, and then it's a Maduro wrapper. So it's a Dominican manufactured cigar, and it is Connecticut Broadleaf. It's not San Andreas. I'll tell you what, why don't we do the news while you ponder on that one? All righty. Our news, once again, is brought to you by our friends at McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today, you can sign up to become an official ambassador. Get your ambassador number, your ambassador coin, and while you're at it, head over to Facebook and hang out with your fellow ambassadors in the McAuliffe Ambassadors group. This week uh, in the news, I it's ready. I was I haven't published my story and whatever yet, but everyone else has started to do it today. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna verbally announce it here on the show, and then I will post mine later on. Um, but it is officially the PCA kickoff week. Uh, we will be doing our full coverage of PCA from the trade show floor in Las Vegas in only a few weeks. We will all be there. Uh, Dave, you'll be at PCA, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll be doing our coverage. Make sure you tune in to all of our channels, our website, smokeyourtobacco.com. There's going to be tons of coverage. Um, videos from the trade show floor, li uh, not live, uh, interviews. I don't know if we're going to do a show that week yet. I haven't figured that out. Uh, we have a very busy schedule. So I don't know what that week looks like, but we will have more information on that as soon as I make that conclusion. But there will be tons of coverage from the trade show this year. Lots of manufacturers returning. We saw a very light show last year. So make sure you stay tuned with us. Spare Notes is going to be this week. Uh, once again, Coop and I are going to start the, the next couple of weeks. We'll be doing our, our pregame shows for the Super Bowl of Cigars, the premium cigar trade show. Um, there is going to be the return of La Flor Dominicana, and there's something special planned to welcome La Flor Dominicana back to the trade show floor that will be exclusively brought to you by Smoking Tobacco. Uh, there's going to be, there might be a giveaway in celebration of the PCA. 
Uh, I'm going to keep that one tight-lipped for now, and I will uh, I'll tease that. I'll, I'm just going to tease that here, so stay tuned. There's going to be a giveaway in terms of the celebration for PCA. And um, I think that's all I'm going to say. There's also going to be some other stuff I do with Coop, but I, I'm just going to tease that too because Coop's all about teasers. So I'm in spirit of Will and Cooper, I'm going to do some teasers. Well, an interesting thing that we were talking about today that popped up on uh, – I mean, this is news coverage, mm -hmm. not breaking the news. Mm -hmm. um, Cigar Aficionado announced a collaboration between Excalibur, which is owned by Scandinavian Tobacco Group, and Illusion. And it brought up an interesting discussion, which is something that I, you may discuss later on. We're not going to get too deep in it today. But what is a collaboration? Like, I, I look at some of these things. And like, did, did Dion and Illusion blend this cigar? Is this some sort of a marketing thing? What's the deal? And we've seen these things before, but that was a piece of information that came out today that I, re I really think spiked a, a, a part of the industry that had been kind of on hold for the last year or so. There weren't a lot of these projects. Yep. But uh, Pete Johnson did the one with the Henry Clay, and then you've seen you know, A.J. Fernandez making cigars for everybody. Uh, but you saw collaborations. So, you know, I, I think I'm looking forward. I, I, I'm, again, I'm not going to have a discussion on the show, but, uh, you know, what is a collab? What is an actual collaboration? And what actually goes into that? You know, if that. he just throws your name on something, is that a collaboration? I don't know if that's the circumstances yep. with the one there, but, um, you know, is that really a collaboration? We're starting to see them again, but they've been kind of on hold the last year and a half or two years. Um, and, and the biggest one that was announced a few years back now was the Padron and Puente collaboration, where they were essentially making cigars for each other. Which so. I think essentially I think we will see at the PCA trade show this year. Yeah. When Carlito was on with us for the – for the fundraiser uh, celebration show, he, he kind of let something small slip, and I'm not going to say anything else. Um, so I, I, I think I think we're going to see something. In my speculation, I think we're going to maybe see something at the trade show this year. And but they're keeping it really under wraps because there's a lot of uh, yeah. hype on that. I see a lot of I see a lot of collaborations coming in the next year. Yeah, uh, the industry as a whole is going to have some attraction. Um, and what's another way to create exciting things? People got pot. There's a lot of different brands, a lot of connections a lot of names so i think you're going to start to see in the next 12 to 16 months a lot of collab collaborations uh, for whatever that may or may not mean yeah this is a this is a topic so, so maybe the better term is co-branding as opposed to co collaboration well i'm not sure but yeah, they maybe. call them collaborations. yeah so uh, that's that's my thing i gotta get no it sounds them. better but yeah. yeah there's multiple so what i will say is <clears throat> there is a lot of collaborations but there's multiple ways that it goes about. Sometimes people are making cigars with people. Sometimes, like Jay said, usually collaborations seem to be a collaboration of tobaccos, but not the blenders. Um, sometimes it's just, give me 50 grand, you can put my name on the band, do whatever you want. Uh, as we have seen, you know, Juan Lopez from Gurkha was on with us a few months ago, uh, and he, he, he was very open about this too, about how Gurkha had gotten themselves kind of in trouble with that by, by doing those kinds of things and then People were just putting out cigars with the Gurkha name on it that were, you know, not that great. And Gurkha's reputation was starting to take a hit on that. And now they have been working really hard to turn that around and kind of reclaim their name just for themselves to, you know, turn around that reputation, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is something that, you know, we see with other brands too. So th there's a lot of different ways that these collaborations go. Uh, but it's something that we will definitely get into this weekend on Spare Notes. Uh, so tune in for that Saturday night, and we will definitely cover that. It's going to be a good conversation. Um, Sorry, I'm on producer duty because Nicole's not in front of the computer. So I'm, I'm like, it takes me like an extra second. I have to stop and think when I click. Um, so we had the first conversation here of how the uh, cigar part of Cigar Life Guy happened. So 
Um, we know how the guy part happened. Cause science is science. Um, and uh, one of those scientific things resulted in a guy. Yeah. Uh, so the second part is, like, how did how did you get into life insurance? Like, what, what was the path that took you into life insurance? You said you've been doing it now for uh, over a decade. A dozen, a dozen, or, a dozen or so. Yeah, years. a dozen years. So how, how, did so, that, how did you run into that? Uh, how did you run into that? And what... what yeah, I, I, I grew up in corporate America. I mean, I grew up at uh, Procter & Gamble, was with them for a number of years, uh, moved into doing some consulting work, and uh, really just, you know, got into life insurance really as a part-time kind of sideline kind of thing, liked the business, um, and um, kind of decided I wanted to make a full-time go of uh, you know, the life insurance uh, deal back in, like, 2012. And uh, that's, you know, I was branded as Dave Life for the better part of a decade and uh, was, was really selling kind of, you know, just, just general lines life insurance to, um, you know, all kinds of middle America kind of folks. So, you know, there, there's, uh, and out of that moved into Cigar Life Guy. Cigar Life Guy, the, the origin of that really was, a lot of, you know, it really happened organically, talking with buddies at the shop, whatever, around, uh, you know, the whole what do you do for work kind of conversation. And it was like, dude, I can really save you a lot of money on the life insurance, man. If you're getting killed, you know, paying those those smoker rates, we can get you non-tobacco rates, cut your bill by two-thirds kind of thing. And, um, you know, it wasn't branded as Cigar Life Guy, you know, in, in, until 2019. And... You know that, that's when I kind of put put it together and, and decided, hey, let's let's market this as Cigar Life Guy. Since the beginning of 2020, I haven't spent a dollar of marketing that's not focused on the cigar industry or the cigar consumer. And you know that that's kind of how we went from life insurance to Cigar Life Guy. How so? How do you get this done? Are people just not? Uh, do they not have the avail availability of time to search out these types of things? Uh, are you filtering through uh, what they need? Uh, how, how are you doing? The, I mean, I don't want your entire plans so somebody can duplicate this, but if I'm going to go buy life insurance, from oh, somebody, why would I Why would I want to buy from you instead of somewhere else or going on secret? No, so so to be, to, to, be, to be very clear about it, I mean, there are, are tens of thousands of people that are licensed across the country, if, you know, if not more, I mean, uh, you know, high five figures at least life insurance agents across the country that are licensed with companies that can do the exact same thing that i can most most life insurance agents aren't laser focused on this a good competent life insurance agent if you tell them yeah i smoke cigars can point you in the right direction um, what i do for the consumer is i take the guesswork out of it and you know make sure that they end up in the right place so that's that's kind of one piece the other piece is uh, because, um, because of the, the, the marketing work that I do, I bring awareness to the whole concept that, hey, you as a smoker can get affordable life insurance. So there are a lot of people that, you know, are, are sitting on the sidelines saying, you know, yeah, you know, I really ought to get this stuff, but I know I smoke these cigars and it's going to be expensive. Mm -hmm. And so I give that person, uh, you know, a an avenue that they can go down and, and try to address what's an important need for most families in a cost-efficient way. So, you know, then the, there's this, this whole other group of folks that are out there that are like, well, 
my solution to the whole thing is I just lie about it. And, uh, you know, um, and, and, and you, you, you know, so your buddies, there, there will be some of your buddies at PCA that you know very well, and I won't mention names, that have told me they lied about it when they got their personal policies, and they own cigar companies, okay? So, so it, it's kind of funny, you know, but it's the whole idea of, well, I, I just lie about it and then, you know, stop smoking for a couple of weeks so I can pass the piss test, basically. And, you know, we give folks a way that they can go straight down the middle, not have, you know, put right there in black and white on the application, not have to lie about anything, know that they're gonna, their wife or, or their beneficiary, their, their, their husband, whatever the case may be, is going to get paid if, God forbid, they should pass away. Um, so there's absolutely nothing special about what I do other than I make sure that, that you do end up with a good result and I take a lot of the guesswork out of it. But clearly, yeah, I don't have a, a patent on being able to uh, uh, be the only person in the world that can help a cigar smoker get life insurance. Yeah, but I think you said was important thing is like being laser focused. You know, it's a, something you're passionate about, and, and that's really what being successful at anything's at. If you can be laser focused, have a passion at it, and you really give them an avenue, where you said is the, the easiest thing that everyone's heard of any age group of, oh, I gotta, I gotta do an insurance thing. I'm gonna stop smoking this cigar. Or I'm going to do this. Or how many days? I'm sure everyone Googled, how many days do I have to not smoke until nicotine's out of my system? Oh, there's this people out there who probably panic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, no, what am I going to oh, do? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. or I can't afford that rate, but I smoke cigars. Like, ah, oh, I'm feeling stuck. Like, No, that's exactly it. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I'm sure there's tons of people out there, you know, because, you know, not everyone can afford some of the rates I'm sure that they no. get. And no. they're also thinking, and, like, hey, well, how do I protect myself? We'll talk. A 50-year-old male in, in decent health can, that smokes cigars regularly and goes with me or somebody like me, can get a quarter of a million bucks for about $50 a month. It's really not that expensive. You go with the wrong company, that's 150 bucks. You know, and and you know most people want more than 250,000. You know, so you know, um, you know, multiply by what you want. You know, kind of thing, but. Um, yeah, you know, you start talking about a car note instead of a, you know, for, for a half a million or more, you start talking about a car note instead of a, a cell phone bill. Life insurance is becomes something that you can live without since it's not, uh, you know, legally required like automobile insurance. And that's the way a lot of consumers approach it, particularly smokers. Absolutely. Sadly. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. And then, you know, some people, you know, I'm sure out there, they, they, they shy away from it and then, hey, you know. Don't think it happened tomorrow. Oh, I meet them every day of the week. And yeah. then they got no coverage. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. So it's the way I look at it is it's another thing that cigar smokers get alienated for in their life. I mean, we talk about FDA and all that other stuff, and you know the the threat of the flavor bans and whatnot. Now, people are just trying to get life insurance, and they're afraid to protect them and their families because they smoke cigars now because they think everyone's gonna you know hold it against them and, and penalize them for it. And, the struggle was real. No, we, yeah. smoker. <laughs> we got a solution that's that, that's cost effective. And you mentioned the FDA. I think what's interesting about this is, you know, these companies that will treat you differently than a cigarette smoker, the ones that I'll put you with. These are companies that have really smart people that have looked at this and evaluated the data. And they're literally risking tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars on being right about the cigar smoking not being the same kind of risk that cigarette smoking is so when we talk about the fda and and how the fda views cigarettes and and cigars and wants to lump them all together what i tell you is there's some really smart actuaries 
really smart underwriters at the at, at some enlightened life insurance companies that are betting huge sums of money on the fact that we're not the same risk as cigarette smokers. Right. So, you know, I I'm not a scientist at all. I'm a business person, you know. But I mean, dollars speak, right? Mm -hmm. So they're they're putting their money where their mouth is. Absolutely, absolutely. John, I want to check in with you because I see you're you're getting getting pretty close down to the bottom of that cigar. Yeah. What do you think it is? I don't know. He's given up. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of want to enjoy it now. It's from the Dominican I've been, Republic. I've been stressed for 50, 53 minutes and 47 seconds. I just want to Con sit and enjoy it. So, Connecticut Broadleaf. I'll tell you. I'll so I did say Connecticut Broadleaf the second time around. Um, but, man, it's got some. It, I'm, I'll thing, give you one more hint. The thing that's screwing this up for me is that taste of, that I get from fire-cured tobacco. And there's just, I can't get past that taste. And I don't, this doesn't taste like what I've smoked. I don't taste that when I smoke them, so I don't, it might oh, just be you. I don't know, maybe it was the Chinese food and the fruit punch. Maybe. I think that's what it is. All right, give me one more hint. <clears throat> it's a, uh, it's another very well-known cigar blend from this manufacturer with a different wrapper on it. What is it, the unnamed reserve or the unmanned, the man's now named, what, the uh, Añejo? The Fuente Añejo? Yeah. Well, if I knit, well, dude, that's, I think I almost, uh, Ashton Age Maduro was a pretty damn good guess. But it wasn't Añejo, so oh, I said no. God, was, <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. It's a Fuente I Añejo number 60. It. My second guess, I almost friggin' nailed it. Then you sent me in the left field with this thing. I wanted you to think. Oh my God! It's a Fuente Añejo. It's blowing my mind, though. I'm gonna tell you, man. This, 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 this taste of freaking, like fire cured. I'm gonna go. The I'm box gonna, is from like 2018. Yeah. I'm gonna go where I'm at on it. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this for me uh, a uh, 8.1 out of 10. The second half of it's been a lot better. That uh, that sour part in the mid palate went away. It came. It's real clean right now. It still does have that smoky, that smoky taste to it. Um, not like cigar smoke, like smoke. When we have like the smoked old fashions, that that smell is the scent. Uh, sorry, is the flavor I'm tasting. Interesting. Definitely unique for sure. Definitely unique. I, I haven't heard that from that cigar. Well, it's certainly not as sweet. The aged Maduro is sweeter. Yeah. Um, so that's when I when I threw that guess out there. I was like, I, if I was if I'm gonna get it, it's gonna be a slam dunk. But if you had told me it was, I, this, there's no sweetness. Like, like this, the sweetness is not there. Uh, that is on that age Maduro, and uh, yeah, it's very, very, it's good. It's an 8.1. I'm enjoying the second half. I'm much better than the first. Yeah. But see what I mean? It, it, it's definitely a cigar I know you like. You've, you've smoked it. I know you have. You've, I, com you've compared that to other cigars. Yeah, I do smoke the age Maduro more often than I smoke this. Uh, but I just had an añejo shark. Like two weeks ago. Oh, did you? And, and I'm gonna tell you, I had the same that same smokiness. Too. Yeah. Well, so I guess that's a flavor profile that should be indicative for me now. For me, that when I taste that, that's probably what I'm smoking. See, this is a good exercise, and this is another example of why these exercises can be good because, you know, you're paying attention to it more. You're trying to think about what you're tasting more. Uh, J.C. Newman Black Diamond. No, no, it's not the Black Diamond. Although well, close, we I did mean, just announce it, right? Yes, it was the Fuente Añejo mark. Um, Black Diamond is also made at the Fuente factory. Yeah. So, 
uh, very close. A little less sweet than the than the uh, Age Maduro. I'd say this is probably closer to the Black Diamond. Yeah. Than the Age Maduro is to this. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Well, my turn's next. He'll get me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this was fun. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Now I can finally relax. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, we're starting to wind down on the show here. So I wanted to, once again, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure, guys. Um, yeah. And we're definitely, if you want to learn more more about what I do, check me out at uh, Cigar Life Diet. Uh, Cigar Life Guy. It's been a long day. CigarLifeGuy.com. And uh, uh, find me across social at, at Cigar Life Guy. Boom. There it is. Cigar Life Guy. You've heard it first. Um, uh, why did I say that? I don't know. I'm getting distracted. This, I'm you heard reading. it here first. You heard it here we first. just launched Cigar Life Guy here today. I don't know why. Time ever. You know because I'm reading the comments and I'm just all over the place today. It's Dave, hot. you and I, you and I were together at a function uh, a few years back, I believe. Um, okay. You did, you did Atlanta. You have to jog my memory. Well, you did Atlanta Cigar Week. Um, right, I believe it was right during the pandemic. It was in like 2020. And we did a yeah. cigar week, and you did a you did an afternoon. I wasn't physically there because I was at uh, the trilogy. Well, it was with Jameson, right? Yeah, Jameson's a good friend of mine, and I was at the yeah. trilogy house doing daily lunch lunch pairings, which were over the top. Yeah. And I think you did like you guys did like an orange juice thing or something. There was a there was some. It was a uh, it was a, I I forget it was something with Grand Brulee. Um, yeah, Grand Brulee. Uh, yeah, yeah, but. And and, and and it was it was over at our Red Phone booth. Yep. Yeah, because I remember Jameson had to leave our event, went over to that, and I was tied up doing my dinner, uh, doing my lunch. And I'll tell you, the House of Trilogy was a fun time, and they haven't done that since. But uh, we had five days that week. Yeah. Every day I had a different chef that came in and did lunch and cigars. Is that when you met Cam Newton? No, no, that was years before that. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, you were, I remember you had one there. So when Matthew mentioned you, I was like, wait a minute. And then I saw your face tonight. I was like, this is the, the gentleman that was at the Atlanta Cigar Week. And doing that type He's going to say something else. Not as polite as gentleman, but oh, okay, I'll, I'll live with it. That's fine. I've heard worse. That's fine. This is the blue to blue. So, uh, so, yeah, but no, we'll, I guess yeah. I'll see you uh, physically at PCA. But no, I think yeah, we'll, have to, we'll have to catch up I, a little bit. I, I, again, the best part of this is, you know, people don't need to be afraid to do life insurance because there are options out there. Um, and, you know, if you're thinking about it, I hadn't had life insurance until this last year, and um, I'm in the same situation where I, I have a non-smoker rating, and I didn't have to lie about it, which was great. So there's options out there, and you know, if you want to support somebody that's in the business, uh, you know, Dave's your guy. So, uh, so no, thanks for coming on. We really enjoyed it for sure. Absolutely, oh, it was good to talk about. My pleasure, guys. Too. Like, like this is, I think this is the least we've really, you know, we talked about cigars, we had the blind thing going on, but. It was fun to, to talk about something real life. Yeah. And something other than just you know, the black and white of the cigar industry that we normally talk about. Um, and also, you know, to get people in touch with Dave and, and to know who he is. Because I, I, I know that there's someone who's going to see this and be like, you know, we were talking about that. I'll, I have some questions. And I'll reach out to Dave. So uh, don't be afraid. Reach out to him. He, he's a great resource. He'll answer all your questions. Uh, don't You know, if you're on the fence, I'm sure he'll put your mind at ease. He'll, he'll get you in the right direction and take care of you. So he's definitely the guy to reach out to. So, Dave, thank you for coming on the show with us. Thank you for sharing My that pleasure, guys. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have people on the show. It is, it's been a long day, like Dave said. It has been a long day. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had, a, you know, we were talking about how it's tough on cigar smokers. Yeah. We had a tough day. We Chinese food, um, you know, cigars. I mean, this has been a really 
long, hard. This is why people buy life insurance because when they don't take care of themselves, they need something, they need something to back them up when they when they go unexpectedly. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not the healthiest group here. Or today we weren't. We're today we weren't. Uh, I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, but guys, that's gonna do it for our show this week. Thank you for listening at home, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for watching with us on YouTube. And as always, visit SmokingTobacco.com for more information. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys.